Oh, mate, Jason Ellis here. You can't listen to the Clever Name podcast. Fuck shit, big dildo. Dad dicks that cock. Ugly chick. What the fuck? Jizzing on my face. Harry Potter. Blue penis. Maybe vagina. Midget. We'll do it live! This is Clever Name Podcast. Alright, and welcome to another episode of Clever Name Podcast. And on this uh, episode, I have Kevin Masterson, who... I don't even know how to explain what you do, but you you have a, a website, which is quite interesting, and... It's the bomb.com.com.com, right? Yes. Is that the right amount of dot coms? Yeah, it's three dot coms because it's comedy. But it, but the the first two dot coms, you actually have to write out dot com, and, and then the last one yeah, is dot com. Otherwise, it would take you to a non website. It's the only <laughs> way it works. Which, which is comedy gold. You want to make it as easy as possible for people to find your website. I, uh, I'm actually an expert in anti-marketing. <laughs> I've seen that video. I, I can, you know exactly what to do to get absolutely nobody uh, attracted to your shit. Yes, it's. Uh, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a back door uh, into the industry. You know, I think I'll get there. Yeah, you know? it's really smart. Just make it extremely confusing and hard to understand, and then everyone will come flooding in. You just need one smart fan that has influence. <laughs> well, I enjoyed it. I love how how silly and, and stupid everything is, and and I, I I don't fully grasp what you are. Do you are you an actor as well? Are you like a like a full fledged actor like SAG card bullshit? Uh, I'm SAG eligible. Uh, I'm. I'll probably get my SAG card in the new year just so I can go to more auditions. Mm. Right now I do non-union stuff, uh, but I'm also a PA. So like I'm on the production side of uh, television. Okay. So uh, <clears throat> I do that shit. I work like 14 hour days, like I'm helping people with explosions on lethal weapon. Like I don't really help with explosions. I help with like, Telling people not to cross the street while an explosion is happening. <laughs> okay, so you're you're a crossing guard for um, the Mel Gibson knockoff. <laughs> yeah, for uh, yeah the the knockoff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, that that's that. It's still exciting. That's I saw on oh. uh, on Instagram you were on um, the set of Annabelle, like the third one. Yes, that was pretty cool. Were you working there? Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was my first feature that I've been as a PA. So I have some pictures that I'm not allowed to show anybody that are pretty cool, but that's cool. I, I love horror shit. I'm, uh, I'm into scary movies. So uh, make... well, the director also, uh, wrote and directed it, 
Oh, which really? Which I'm a big fan of. Oh, I didn't know that. Like the not the obviously not the original one, the newest one. Yeah, the yeah. new one, the good one. Yeah, the good one. <laughs> yeah, well, and then the new one is coming out next year in July. They're doing another one. They already, uh, it's already through production. Oh, I didn't know Bill that Cater at all. Is one of the kids. It's a pretty badass cast. That's that's awesome. Well, there you go. That I I'm I'm excited about that, and I'm excited for Annabelle three. I'm gonna watch that. That that shit's Me scary. Too. But um, I'll be able to share my fucking pictures. <laughs> oh yeah, well I I gotta see that. So you always have to wait. You did um something that I was a huge fan of. I actually I loved this silly thing that you did. It's the morning morning talk show thing. Are you still doing the morning talk show thing? Oh, my morning talk show thing with Kevin. Uh, <clears throat> I haven't done one of those in a while. Uh, <clears throat> basically, I spent like six months doing those almost every day. Uh, I think I have like 150 of them on the tits on my balls YouTube channel. <laughs> and then I have like my more serious stuff. Like I just released a video called yurt that actually took like two months of post-production to do. Uh, it's quite ridiculous. It's I on saw Vimeo. that. And it, it's a, it's a, um, a song parody of hurt by, I, I, I actually couldn't tell. It seems like a combination of the, uh, the original Nine Inch Nails one and the Johnny Cash version. Yeah, it actually took a lot of work to do that thing. Like, it's a silly, stupid video, but fuck if it that didn't take, like, an honest three months' work. And it's all about, uh, um, like, a... A yurt. A, a yurt, which is, a, like, a, a teepee, but it's not it's supposed to be mixed up with it yeah the mongolians used them yeah so it, it it's the it's the dumbest thing that that took you can tell that it took a serious amounts of effort to make this thing it's well shot it's like an it's it's a full-fledged music video about a a blanket fort yeah <laughs> it's uh it's and i think that's what's cool about it is that it's way too much uh attention and uh, production value for something that is quite silly and nonsensical. I know, and I feel like there's a lot of people that see some of your stuff and just see it at face value and look at this guy is just being an idiot and he does he does silly things. But you have to look past that and actually see that the comedy behind how stupid a song about a blanket fort is that you put a lot of effort in that is the comedy it's like andy kaufman's shit like it's it's you know, funny i i appreciate that that's uh that's definitely i sh i think definitely kaufman is somebody who i look look up to okay good because i i get that i i am fully on board this this funny train that you're on so um so are you i didn't i don't think we got that are you done with the morning talk show thing you know it's something that i would consider doing like a stint or like maybe uh a quarterly uh my morning talk show thing quarterly with kevin <laughs> yeah it seemed, uh, it seemed like it was kind of difficult to do every single day yeah and when it was every single day kind of there were some some stinkers <laughs> there were some stinkers in there uh but i do think that there were a lot of really good ones too and uh it started to become kind of bigger i always uh i would like to at some point create like maybe a 20 minute uh sketch show kind of composed of small vignettes similar to what i was doing at least in tone 
but not necessarily an execution. So I think. like using some of the characters that you've built up and, and, and doing a shorter bit. I've, I've always said that um, somebody should do a, 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 a skit type show that uses the exact same characters every single week, but it's not it's not the same type of skit show like Saturday Night Live where they just go all over the place. You're following like four different storylines, basically. You're using. Yeah, I think uh, Kroll Show did a decent job of that, mm-hmm. where they kind of continued the story of different characters as they went. I think he was a bit over the top. Yeah, I prefer a little bit more grounded uh, characters, mm-hmm. I... but uh, something similar to that I think would be really fun. Like. Uh, to have a show with Terry, uh, the professor, uh, K. Masty, and then just like me doing my own life, like and me as the anti-marketing guy. Hmm. Uh, what did I name him? Uh, oh, Brandon Ambassador. <laughs> How do you keep keep these all straight? Like you ha- do you have like a book somewhere of all the characters that you do? Oh, it was well. I did it for a long time, so like I'm pretty. I remember that stuff, and like now I'm I'm writing even more advanced pieces. Uh, like I'm making a cartoon called Mr. Joe and the Cherry Twins, and so I'm writing an entire season of episodes. So that'll be eight episodes of like twelve to fifteen minutes per, and then creating the animation for it. So I have a lot of attention to give for my creative stuff it's it's crazy how like i love that you're not just like a crazy wacky dude just all the time that you're 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 just a a, a normal a guy that you could just talk to but if you just scrolled down on your instagram you would be like i don't want to have a conversation with this guy he is scary weird but you're not you, you, you can see you through know that. pretty grounded but i i wanted to to play it i don't think you'll be able to see it but I uh, I wanted to play one of my favorite um, uh, morning pod or morning talk show thing, and that's the name of it. I'm not just making it up, like just saying, "Oh, the morning talk show thing." Your name, it's the morning talk show thing with Kevin. And, my morning talk show thing with Kevin, yes. And um, I wanted to play my favorite one, which uh, I, I, I like. I, you'll be able to hear it, or I, I hope you'll be able to hear it. But I'll explain it to okay. you after. I'll listen. A little warning about today's episode, not safe for work, not safe for anywhere, because there's tits on my balls. Kevin. I'm in Kevin. What's that? Good morning to my balls, because they're freaking huge tits on them. Tits on my freaking balls. Testicles, mammaries, on top. What's that? Hey, Steven, where are the tits on your friggin' balls? Tits on my balls! This has been my morning talk show thing. Wait, tomb! Tits on my balls. Tomb balls. Redundant. This has been my morning talk show thing with Kevin. Friggin' Kevin. <laughs> okay, so that I don't I don't know I don't think you could hear that right. I can hear it. Okay, which one is it? That was the one where you pretty much just said tits on my balls the entire time, and <laughs> you, you I I've 
I don't fully understand the tits on my balls thing. It's your Instagram name. Your name is tits on my balls on Instagram. You have shirts with tits on balls. And it's not like somebody laying their breast on top of balls. It's literal testicles that have nipples on them looking like tits. Yes. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. It's It's pure absurdity. So, like, it started as I have a lot of friends in Texas. And so I've lived in New York and L.A. and I go and visit back and forth uh, to Texas to see friends. And I had this friend who, like, mentioned the phrase, that'll put some hair on your chest. So I, I was like, you know, what's something that, like, is completely absurd but has the same kind of tone? And that would be, well, I'll put some tits on your balls. Uh, and I can't imagine that anybody would make any sense of that. So I was like, oh, that man, that is just the best exclamation. Ooh, that put some tits on your balls. And I've got some tits on my balls now. Uh, so <clears throat> it's just pure absurdity. So I made a shirt of it. And then, uh, you know, usually when you walk down the street, you get uh, a smile. It's a smile for a smile. I, I think I have a fairly amiable countenance. Uh, and I usually get a smile because I'm a pretty happy guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if I walk down the street and I see an older lady, I'm like, hey, what's up? And she's like, oh, blah, 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 or whatever. And uh, so, but when I wear this T-shirt, uh, I was walking down the street and I saw this older woman. I smile at her and she gave me a fucking stink face. And uh, I realized, oh, my God, I have a human filter. So before I interact with a human being, they will look at my shirt and give me the reaction to something that's fundamentally uh, absurd and ridiculous, but also somewhat obscene to so, to those that have uh, bullshit sensibilities. Oh, I and, love uh, it. So before I meet anybody, if I'm wearing this shirt, I know if they're cool or not. That is that is so genius. You You have something there that I've always wanted because you always have to – I, I like to like, it's the same kind of thing, but I like to say it's the uh, it's the retard button. If you can say retard around them, and that's when you've found that you've you've crossed that threshold into oh you're a buddy. I can talk the way that I like to talk around anyone around you, and it, it's tough to find that, and you never know when you can cross that line. You walk right into a party, and you know exactly the people you'd like to talk to. Yeah, and. I, I don't say retard personally, yes. but uh, I would say that it is, it's uh, just being able to be silly and think silly first and, and obscene second, I think is a fundamental, uh, you know, skill. You have to be able to fucking relax. I know that everybody. The, it's difficult to find people that uh, are are not trying to censor things and trying to create things nowadays. That's that's why I I actually liked your Instagram and all the stuff, the videos that you were posting. When I started seeing somebody that doesn't, who would just scream at the top of their lung, tits on my balls. That's pretty much the the kind of person, the sensibilities that I want to be around. And yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's silly for silly sake. And, and that's, that's all it needs to be. That's perfect. And that leads me into perfectly into the next thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, you on the, the bomb.com.com.com, uh, the, the, the 
first video on there, I believe, is what something that you showed me, and again, something you put a ridiculous amount of effort into. It looks like it was it was well shot. It it looks like you had like a script and you knew what you were doing when you went into this, and mm-hmm. it's it looks like an art film. And and from what what, what I, going for. and what I understand is you actually got some sort of rec- uh, recognition for this. Like what what did you get from this this film? Uh, we got into the Austin Film Festival in 2016 for Les Ensembles, <laughs> uh, which is French for the men without. And uh, I don't want to let you know what they are without because it gives away the entire bit. Uh, but it got into the Austin Film Festival. I went down there for a week and had like a producer's badge and, you know, had went to like producer only meetings and shit like that. I got 175 business cards in a week uh, going to meetups and shit like that. So uh, I'm, you know, I'd like to take one of these, my next projects as far as uh, getting into a bigger, grander scale. And then take those contacts that are at least a little warm and see where I can go with my next thing. Like, hopefully I can get some fucking money and then be able to put, you know, all the effort into it rather than a lot, which, but still I'm working 60 hours a week on normal stuff. I know. I hear you. It, it, I respect anybody who can put together, especially the quality of, of stuff that you, you're, you're putting together. And st- and not it's clear that you're not uh, like making crazy amounts of money from this type of thing, but yeah, no shit, because they're so fucking weird. <laughs> like, there's no way at this le- at this level. I'd like to have I'd like to eventually have a portfolio of like, you know, five to eight pieces that are really high quality but kind of absurd and out there, so that somebody could fund me, understanding like, okay, this is going to be very niche. But as long as we go low budget, there's definitely a market. Well, I completely understand. That's what you have to do. You have to. Uh, uh, people like us need to help each other because I don't understand where to market things like uh, like the things that we do. Uh, because the mainstream places that you're supposed to send this stuff out to is just going to destroy you if you put it there. So you have to relate to people like each other mm-hmm. and spread it in these little tiny markets. Yeah, and. And I, I think I've come to somewhat of a uh, medium, like where the the, uh, the Venn diagram where it overlaps, uh, and that's in t-shirts. <laughs> I think making t-shirts, I think I need to make them a little bit more uniform. I need to get better with my uh, SEO as far as like metadata and descriptions and shit like that, because uh, that's really where the magic is. That's where you can actually get traction. Yeah, I I've I, I can't believe we are so much on the same page because I've just dumped a bunch of money into an entire t-shirt making uh, this facility basically behind me. I got the heat press, I got vinyl cutters, I got everything I need to make t-shirts because I enjoy nothing more than making a one-off dumb t-shirt that says something horribly offensive that should not be on a t-shirt. <laughs> it's it's one of the best things that I like to do. Well, and if you can find something that uh might be with your brand and your style that is also like popular like or anti-popular mm-hmm. if you made like a fuck star wars shirt like just those words by itself are
are so inflammatory to some people that someone would buy it guaranteed. Absolutely. I, I completely agree. You, you are wiser than you come across in your Instagram posts. I have to tell you that. Well, you know, that might be on purpose. It, it's, it is. It, it is. It's Kaufman level magic that you got going on here. I, I completely on board with what you're going. And I hope that everyone that sees this and looks at it doesn't just click on one random video where you scream tits on my balls and then go, this guy's an idiot and then leave the page because that's why I have the main videos part being like my high quality stuff. If you get through all of those videos and are still not satisfied, then go to the other channel and you'll see some, you know, you'll see some stuff that is fun and also some things that may disturb you. Yeah, and also a, a very, very smart idea that you had is when you actually type in thebomb.com.com.com into Google and the Google results come up, the first thing you see there, the first category that comes up is nudes, which I thought, <laughs> genius, goddamn genius, and you click on it and it's just pictures of tits on balls. Which, yes. Oh man, that's so funny. I I was like, man, what is he gonna put on on the nudes page? And of course, it's tits on balls. Like, what else is gonna be there? It's tits on balls. And, of course. And you can't show that a lot of places, so you need a website. And I understand paying whatever you have to pay to have a website just to show tits on balls. Cause it's and just to buy my Vimeo for the year, I just had to drop like two hundred forty dollars. <laughs> really? Yeah, to have Vimeo Plus, so that I can have the particular shit that I want and the way I want to present it, it's quite annoying. Oh, I know. The... Because I don't want to dissolve my YouTube channel, and I also don't want to start stuff all brand new on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And really, their quality of video is not as good. So I think having it both places, having like a little curated uh, creme de la creme area, and then like the rest of my shit. Mm. You need to find a, a little corner of Reddit that can be your, your home because I guarantee there's something out there that's just going to eat this up. It, it's great. I, I I can't express how much I like this. And one of my favorite people that that is on your show, uh, he, he's he's a, a, a member of your cast, is Terry. Terry. Oh, Terry. Terry. Oh, Terry. Terry is. Oh, Terry's there. I didn't realize Terry was there with you time or two you know you just step right in i didn't mean to knock i live here so you know you had have... a couple of had a couple of beers might take a nap later but uh not before i have a couple brats <laughs> I... all right i gotta go but uh you know you just uh, interview kevin good right wow right? i i noticed that he seems to have uh, an accent is he is is he from like the great white north oh yeah he's a youper uh, is he? he's a youper big time <laughs> Yeah, I, I assume you just you go down to the bar and you throw that accent on and it just gets you laid like crazy. Well, I'm, well I, I live with my girlfriend, so I get laid like crazy uh, on weekends. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she's constantly asking for Terry in the bedroom. Oh, yeah. She she likes him because he's nice. <laughs> she he he is a gentleman in the bedroom and a, a scholar on the streets. Dad. <laughs> uh and I'm I'm actually I'm working on a pilot for Terry where uh, he reaches out to his former stepson and comes to L.A. and uh, becomes a game show host. <laughs> uh, 
Terry could be a game show. Game show is the game show that he played with the kid when he was a real youngster because he was like sick at home for about a year, and then so he plays the I don't know game show, and uh, <laughs> just like you make it up as you go. And what I want to do is have it be like a kind of Nathan for you Borat type thing, where I actually record a <clears throat> a game show in four separate segments and bring up four people to an open mic. So at an open mic, you usually get five minutes each. So I want to have a lottery where I bring four people up on stage and well, three people and myself. And then whenever one of our names gets called, I bring up all the props for a game show as Terry and then run through all the questions as if it were a live game show. And then whenever they give me the light, go, okay, that's been our time. We'll be back in a few minutes. And then just bring all the stuff back down and everybody sit. And then until the fourth segment, uh, have them uh, have the winner be crowned from the uh, I Don't Know game show. Oh, okay. So it's a, it's a fake game show. So it's, it's not a real game. It's like... Um... But I want to have the contestants be real, like Craigslist folks. Is, is that what you're going for? Or are they just like comedians or something that you'd get? To no, I don't want them to be comedians. I don't want them to know what's going on. Okay. And I want the prize to be low, like a hundred bucks. <laughs> you should you should do it like, um, I, I've, I've heard like a dumb old radio bit. You should do it like a uh, hundred grand at the old candy bar. You can you can oh, offer you can offer a hundred grand. I don't want to get my ass kicked. <laughs> I'll just like be legit and say, "Hey, the stakes are low, but you're gonna win fucking hundred bucks in one night, but, in an hour maybe of time." But that's where you get that gold Borat type stuff, where you say, "I get, I get a if I'm giving you a hundred grand at the end of this, they'll they're willing to do a lot more." And then at the end, they're, but they're also willing to hurt you. They're gonna be pissed. Protection like Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, you gotta run. You gotta you gotta be quick. You gotta be nimble. I'm not nimble anymore. I'm 33. Remember. I know you. Oh. If you're gonna make it in this business, you got to be nimble. I don't think you need to run fast, though. You see, Terry, Terry's too nice. That's the problem. Terry's oh. got to be a let an asshole some of the time. See, I don't think Terry is an asshole though. He's just not. See, he's a nice fella. Then maybe you should you should lean more into uh, what I think Terry's strongest bit is uh, talking with Terry, because. I Conversating saw, with Terry. Uh, I, like, I saw this one time where you were just standing there and somebody was having a conversation behind you and then you were like, oh, it's talking with Terry. We're going to talk with people. And then you just leaned into a conversation and said hi. And then just uh, they were angry at you and then you walked away. It, yeah, I like that. You, that's, how, that's, some good, that's some good Terry stuff. You should just do that 40 different times with 40 different people. And I swear to God, it won't get old. I don't, I don't know what it is about just like mumbling, bumbling guy just walking into a conversation and people getting angry at him. Hilarious I, every time. I think that, I mean, it's just a completely reusable bit. And I bring glasses to set. I'm just like so busy at work. But when I have downtime, I try to record stuff and do shit. But I've just been writing so much lately. I gotta bring Terry back. Nah, you know, Terry give people what they want. Yeah, Terry's a fan favorite. I'm, I'm telling you, Terry is is. Oh, the... people have come out of the woodwork being like, "Yo, I love Terry." Good. You should make Terry shirts. Terry, Terry should should be your focus. I I I, I seriously think Terry is a strong contender. Oh man, a Terry shirt. That's a good idea. I'll, I'll write that on the board. Yeah, do you get that? I love the I love the Terry glasses. He's he he just he he looks like um I don't know if you know uh Reese Darby. 
He's a he's like a yeah, Red Derby. Yes, he he reminds me of him because that's the same type of of like buffoonery that they go for. And he and but I it you're just you you've taken like the British Office and now you're doing the American version of it and you're doing the American Reese Darby and it's great. I I like it. That is a very uh, that's a very comp- that's a very kind assessment. Uh, well, I I I. I I'm being just being honest. If you sucked, uh, I would have had you on here and just been like, "Yeah, no, you suck," and that that's it. But I seriously think you're funny, because I, I, I don't like it when people will just judge things for just by the the cover of it. Because on the surface, it just seems like a silly, goofy thing that you're not taking seriously. But once I did a little bit of research and just looked into it, I, I you could seriously tell you're putting your heart and soul into dumb jokes and that's what i do here i do the dumbest of stupid things but i put a lot of goddamn work into it and have you ever, have you seen the the borstacular borstacular no i haven't seen that one what's that one okay it, it's like i posted it up as my feature video for the youtube channel it got flagged for monetization because of uh there's a song that i use in there mm-hmm. which is called cake by trey songs mm-hmm. but they're saying cake is like eating a girl's pussy and I'm, I'm having just like cupcakes I eat. So I want to do like alternate music videos for things, but you run into the monetization problem. Oh, I, I completely get that. I am flagged nonstop for the dumbest things possible. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm you try to avoid it, but you can't. So I, I just, I, I, you just got to keep putting things out there. And what I, I found is a, a simple trick is you can, if you want to make something like, like with something that could be monetized or something like that, make a separate YouTube channel or whatever and upload it there first and see what happens to it. Like if you make it that makes sense. and you put it up there and see if, it, if you get taken down, then it won't affect your main account and you can still put it on places like your website if you can put it on like Vimeo or somewhere else that you can put it and you can still embed um, stuff from Pornhub it's a trick that I learned a while ago you can put stuff on Pornhub and then embed it onto your website so you can just do it like you did on YouTube. <laughs> it's it's it, but they're not gonna flag anything. That's it's a. You don't want any backlinks to Pornhub on your website. You think that it's it's bad, but it's not. People are doing that. There was a I I learned the trick from a a country artist who made offensive music. He made really offensive music, and he got banned from Walmart, and he got banned from YouTube. He couldn't put any of his shit on there, so he started putting it on Pornhub, and people would look there. Like people would watch it. Who gives a shit? Like the stuff. That huh. is too offensive for the standard types of media you can put there because the people who are wanting to look at it don't give a fuck that it's on Pornhub. I guess so. It's it's it seems stupid at first, but it's where seems you can counterintuitive. You can do whatever you want on there. It's the fucking wild west. That's the, huh. the that's the benefits of it. If you if if your brand isn't as suitable for Pornhub, then maybe you can try to avoid it. But it's it's worked for me. That's what I think. Cause I don't. I it, Pornhub isn't really off brand for me. I don't. I don't give a shit. I'll talk about whatever. But if if being associated with a porn site is really that detrimental to to you, like then maybe not. But a website similar to that, if you can find a a completely free website that you can upload stuff to and embed to your website, that's where you put the stuff that's been taken down, and it actually 
creates hype around it. It's an interesting thing because if it if they can't find it anywhere else and you got to be like, yeah, it's been taken down, you got to find it here, people will go out of their way to find it. If it's sometimes like the bomb.com.com.com, when it's harder to find, it's it's sweeter when you get to it. That's true, and I do think that uh, having multiple pathways to get to my content, no matter how silly, uh, only adds to the effect. Mm -hmm. Because, like, if I do stand-up, I just talk about this shit. And uh, so, like, to be like, oh, yeah, and part of anti-marketing is to make sure that you have, uh, you know, to list your stuff on Pornhub. (laughs) Like, that's fucking crazy. It seems crazy, but it works. I don't know. People, guess what? You know who watches your stuff? People who jerk off. It's it's the the Venn diagram is almost a circle. It's basically just a circle because the most of the people that are watching your stuff also jerk off because that's like everyone. That is basically everyone. So it's a it it seems counterintuitive, but it could work. Who knows? Especially some some of the stuff like I I I I I would think I I might have to spoil something. I want to play it actually, but it kind of sucks that you can't hear it. Um, your the your your movie that you made i want to call it a short film but it's a movie to me the 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 yes the men without i I refuse to speak french um (laughs) so aren't you canadian yes but canada doesn't work like that we don't we have one province that speaks french and the rest of us hate it that's what that's how it works here okay (laughs) yeah it's weird it's like it's like how the, the well you're kind of you're in Los Angeles so you understand that there are just like pockets that'll just speak Spanish and they just refuse to speak anything else that's kind oh, yeah. of that's I'm decent at Spanish though yes yeah, see we're not we're, our whole country isn't fluent in two two languages one province or state if you want to call it one province just speaks French and the rest of us speak English and we and then it's annoying when you have to go through that one province (laughs) (laughs) that's it it's it's a constant problem and and then everyone thinks we're bilingual but we're not we just it's annoying but instead just bilingual yeah (laughs) yes bilingual (laughs) I I do love uh, your Spanish lessons they they have taught me a lot you you do you do a lot of different bits so that's why I, I did think you should put together a a like twenty minute show like you were saying with or a little longer or whatever with the all the five minute clips that you do put together like you can do the the cooking with Terry and you can do the the Spanish the the, the bilingual the bilingual and you'll um <laughs> it, like you put all of these together and then you can do that and then maybe you can because clearly you have a knack for this music thing you yeah, that was that was a quality cover of Hurt. I I uh, I like you know it, I used to sing, so I think you can do you can do music acts too. It's like it's like a compact Saturday Night Live because Saturday Night Live is too drawn out now. Nobody wants to sit there for an hour and watch all of these things. Just having a couple of characters that you've grown attached to that you can see every week in different types of scenarios, but it's it's different. If you don't like one in two minutes, it's going to be a different one. True, and you you would really have to pay attention. Yes, you would. You'd have to watch week to week and stuff like that, but you can still make them sort of standalone. That's what I see. You can see because you can pretty much scroll through your your Instagram or all your videos and stuff like that, and all the videos are pretty much standalone. You don't have to have any background to understand how why tits on your balls is funny. 
Like there's true. Yeah, it, there's some standalone humor there. Yeah, you don't need a, a whole legend to figure out that comedy. But I um I think you could you could put something together like that because basically you're doing it. You you have these minute clips that you do. You put them all together, and then all of a sudden you got something there, and you 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 just keep working at it. And all of a sudden I, I'll be watching. I, I can at least tell you that. And if you want to come on here to to promote any of that crap, feel free because I will watch it all. Well, with uh, <clears throat> well, I would definitely want to get uh, your advice on what to do with some of the shit because I don't fucking know. It's because that's where I mean, I went to school for marketing, but I went to school for marketing with uh, before social media was a thing. Mm. So it really it doesn't do a damn thing. Yeah. I know, and and I, like I'm, I'm seriously not the best at it either. That's the thing. I'm, uh, I feel like the the type of people that uh, that do the kind of things that we do are more creative and not more business minded. We're we're silly, goofy people that are gonna write dick jokes, and we're not going to know where to put them. <laughs> True, and uh, I think that you know, I think Reddit is definitely a magic place. See, it just takes involvement, and I spend so much time making my art, if you will, <laughs> uh, that it's hard to fucking change your focus and then go interact with people about their crap, and because most of it's crap, and you know, it's hard to make good shit, and that's why you kind of have to focus on that only. <laughs> yep, and and. Like I, I've, you're preaching to the choir. I completely understand that. It's exactly what the struggle that I have here. It's, it's, it's tough. And and then you make you make some good stuff, and you make some crap stuff. That's what happens. Like when you make some stuff, and and then you put it all out there, and then you hope that people sieve through the shit to get to the gold because they don't understand that that's how the the best of the best stuff is made. They don't see behind the, the the curtain like like especially you because you're on actual like mainstream movie sets and you see exactly how the sausage is made back there and they don't see that even to get that one funny line in a movie they said it thirty fucking times in a row and they said it thirty different ways and then all of a sudden on the last one it landed and that's that's what we do with dumb things like that we just sh sh like shit it all out there pretty much uncensored and you just send a bunch of crap out there and then they get to see everything that we do and they see the well, and that's why it's kind of uh that's why that's why i've kind of gotten away from the my morning talk show thing mm -hmm. because it doesn't have a guaranteed formula for good content yeah it, it, Where... it, it's true and even though the good content that does come from that, I think, is very special, it doesn't matter because the frequency of uh, hitting the mark is so much less. Did Where if I produce something three times a year or four times a year, and I can almost guarantee that I think it's going to be good or close to great, uh, then then that's what I got to do. Yeah. And that's the thing I'm doing now, and I think it'll go well. But it's I've got like fucking four irons in the fire. I've got a screenplay that I'm trying to get a marketing plan to shop around. Pilot for this show is getting off the ground. It's written, and I've got almost all the characters done. 
most of the sets designed. So there's a lot of stuff going on. It's just uh, progressively getting those pieces done. It, it's that we're having to do the work of an entire studio as one or just a few people. Do you have people that help you with this or is it, it seems like it's mainly you. It's mainly me, but I have like two folks that help somewhat with my content. Like I, my girlfriend and I like will produce things together. So like the coordination of getting everything done, uh, will that burden will be done together. But I usually take the entirety of the creative burden just cause I'm a little bit of a control freak when it comes down to it. Uh, but I'm also good at collaboration when that is the case. Like yurt was a complete collaboration. I, and so was, uh, the men without. So, uh, being able to do stuff with people is good. You just have to find people that you vibe with and that are cool with like very specifically, Hey, this is what could work. Uh, is there a problem? No. Cool. Yeah, that that is very smart because that that is going to be the main struggle uh, of of something that has such a silly undertone is that there is no place just that you can just go for that. Especially now, YouTube has become like extremely censored, extremely censored now that you can't put anything on there that even touches on like if you if if you say stuff that's too sexual on there if you even just say it then it gets taken down i've learned that the hard way i didn't realize that just like the the content that you're talking about that can be offensive and then that can get taken down i thought it was just like if you if i just showed a tit on a ball then that was going to be a problem then they but no it's if i talk too much about tits on balls they might flag me and it might get taken down so to do to do the type of comedy that is that you want to do you have to find places like like weird dumb podcasts like mine that you can promote this shit on because i i seriously want to see stuff like this continue to get made because i don't see enough of it like it's it doesn't get the the credit that it used to i believe and i think so too like monty python um uh, a lot of like there used to be really kids in the hall mm. there used to be this like ab- it's absurdist comedy and absurdist comedy really doesn't get uh the play that it once did yeah i know because i feel like there are uh, i there are people that beat it into the ground um i don't know like if you see like the fucking pink Pan- panther 3 or something like that and you're just like you want to shoot yourself in the head because they're trying to do that absurdist comedy that it, but they're just they're just doing something that Peter Sellers did 40 years ago that it was it, it would have been way better if they just left it alone there's but there are people that just create new stuff and make it amazing that's what I I want to see I don't like when people do like Pratt Falls just for comedy's sake and now oh completely so I, I enjoy what you're doing. And what I wanted to do right now, I because it, it's a bummer that you can't hear it, but you've, I'm sure you've heard it 30,000 times. But I wanted to play The Men Without, and we can go through the whole thing right now. So uh, if you want to play it over on your site, I'm sure you know exactly what happens. But I want to play the whole thing from start to finish, if that's okay with you. All right, you do it. All right, I'll, I got that loaded up right now, and I will pop that on right now. Perfect. 
You want a beer? Yeah, sure. Look alive. <laughs> Good catch. Man, I don't know if I've ever seen this many stars in a night sky. You ever seen a shooting star? <laughs> Once. Did you make a wish? <laughs> I would have, but it wouldn't have come true. Should have at least tried. It's just a wish. Yeah? Well, it's not just a wish for me. You okay, Kev? I don't have a dick. I used to play Little League. We were in a poor town. The field was in shambles. All that was left of our fence was jagged sticks. One day we were playing a game and down 12-1, two outs, top of the ninth. Pop fly comes over left field. I ran and I jumped, I caught it. I made the play. Then when I came down, I came down on a sharp stick. Cut my dick clean off. God, what are the odds? One in a million, right? Try two in a million. What? A few years ago, I got a two-month contract doing glass paneling at the new Freedom Tower. <sighs> you know, people used to tell me I was crazy going up there, dangling some 60 stories in the sky. It's really pretty safe nowadays, and... What a thrill. Anyway, uh, there's a saying in construction. Crew's only as strong as its weakest crew member. Well, that day it was Reggie up on 83. He had his grips in place, but he didn't have them locked. Dropped his panel right above me. Came down and cut my dick clean off. I don't have a dick either. I can't believe it. I can't believe how I feel about you right now. I know what you mean. You do? I want to be with you. God damn it. I'm sorry. No. It's not your fault. I... Oh, Christ. I'm just mad, you know. Finally find a guy I want to fuck and he wants to fuck me and we don't have any goddamn dicks to fuck each other with. What are you doing? I'm getting naked. But how? My sister. She's a lesbian in Florida. They do this one thing. What? Lesbians.
Tom Brady's an overrated quarterback? <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> okay, that is fucking funny. The 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 ending bit is is my favorite part when they just lay back down and he says, um did <laughs> uh, do you think Tom Brady's an overrated quarterback? And it's like, no. What was I thinking? It's like they're just two bros camping, no problem. Yeah, and then just had a little scissor fest. Exactly. It was it was no big deal. It was just a little scissor between friends. And I I couldn't believe I didn't I didn't see where it was going. I honestly had no idea that the men without was going to be this emotional roller coaster that I was going on. But <laughs> it is it, it's basically it was basically just two guys sitting around the fire they they ex they explain to each other that they don't have dicks and then you step up and you say that uh you're you you know about this technique that we, you could use to have sex with each other and you scissor and we're so did you guys use some sort of like sock or something to like not just mash your dicks together there uh we both had underwear it was just lit so that you couldn't see our torsos uh, okay so like you had like some sort of underwear on there because you guys were mashing dicks on each other and and then and it looked like you spit on each other but i know there's probably some sort of camera tricks but i i like to use the, my imagination and imagine you did spit on your ken doll like uh genital area uh yeah in the story that definitely happened exactly it happened and you're not going to tell me otherwise so right. who Sounds was good. who was that guy that was with you there? Is he one of your friends? Uh, that's a buddy of mine. Uh, he lives in New York. His name is Drew Freed. He's a, a comedic actor. He's uh, he's like a spokesman for some company now. So he makes <laughs> bad loot. So did you give him a call up one day? We're like, okay, so hear me out. I have this idea, and uh, I'm gonna need you to come over and. Basically, we're just going to scissor by the fire. Do you want a Brokeback Mountain with me? Well, here's how it went. Uh, we we were like, okay, we have similar uh, styles of humor. So we are like, how can we how can we work together? Let's write something where we're the focal point. All right. So we didn't really have any parameters. And he was telling me about this character. It was like a female Jabba the Hutt character that had all these like mini minions that were all eunuch men with no dicks <laughs> and uh and i was like well what about a conversation between those guys just like what's their water cooler talk okay and so we kind of came up with you know just two people two eunuchs two people without dicks from different worlds that somehow like decide they want to hang out together and then find out that they have so much more in common that okay so this wasn't just like a spur of the moment, like, hey, buddy, I have this great idea kind of thing. No, he we was discussed this. Oh, this okay. was actually like it took some uh, 
we developed this concept. Okay, well, I'm glad that you have uh, at least a, a couple of friends that will indulge your weird sense of humor because without this, you're just going to be some weird fringe asshole who's just out there just begging people on the street to come scissor with you. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you have to have a pretty normal demeanor in order to get someone to do something like that with you. Yeah, it was... It it's it's a it was basically just a, a hilarious brokeback mountain. That's how I saw it. It was just it was just camping with two bros, and then they ended up scissor fucking. And yeah, it, but uh, but I don't really think either of them are gay. Like <laughs> it wasn't you know, gay. I just think that they just they were for each other. Yeah, it didn't it didn't seem gay. Like there was no gay sex there. It was just it was just yeah. a, a it, it was an Making love. Yeah, it, it was it was, it was love. It, it, it was it was the sweetest love that any man could have honestly i think that was the perfect relationship that i just witnessed oh and dear god <laughs> if i could be in a scissoring relationship where all we did was scissor and talk about football it sounds like a good relationship it doesn't sound terrible <laughs> so well i i i only have one more question that i wanted to go over all right did, do? did you do a marijuana review show is that something you did so I have three episodes just in in the can. Uh, like, how much? This one's like two well, minutes and fourteen seconds. Focus. I like it. Uh, so sure. can you hear this? Yeah, I can hear it. You mean lemon cake? Lemon cake, or sometimes people call it lemon cheesecake. Let's find out what it smells like. Ah, bright citrus. You can tell that it's really going to be some fire. So uh, you look here. You. And so that one kind of degrades because I take too big of a hit. <laughs> uh, so I have I have three of those just kind of waiting. I just didn't really. Uh, I have probably four or five videos that just need some touches. Uh, I've got a Terry Supreme unboxing video. Oh, what's what's he unboxing? Uh, Supreme shoes. Just oh, just Supreme shoes. Yeah, and uh, it's decent. Okay, well, I want to. I definitely want to see this stuff, but I was I was curious that you. I saw like some promotion for this marijuana review show, and then I went looking for it, and I couldn't find it. And I want to see it because it never happened. I want to. I, I just made some fucking pictures. But it happened. It did happen. You just played a clip from it. That's true. It happened. I, so yeah. Oh, so you know what? I'll post it on the YouTube channel. And uh, where's like there's, I took way too big of a rip. Good, you should do that more. People love watching just somebody take like a, a too big of a hit and just like pour their bong out or drool or just like they can't see anymore. I love watching those videos. Oh dear God. So I, I seriously think you should do that. Maybe maybe you, you start incorporating those. You get like the professor or, or you, you, maybe you do, you yeah. teach us, you teach us Spanish on weed. And then you you take too big of a bong hit, and then you try and you make people bilingual. Bilingual. Biling. Sorry, bilingual. Thank you. <laughs> so you you make them bilingual, but Got them bilingual. Yeah. So may, maybe you you get really high, and then you you teach uh, you can teach languages from around the world. You can just start teaching. See, I would have I'd have to know something about the language, so <laughs> yeah. I would might have to stick with 
uh, Spanish. I, no, I think that's the funny. I think that's where the funny is, is that you you don't know much. You know a little bit about a, a, a lot of languages, I'm sure. You can say konnichiwa. You can say da. Yeah. You can say, you know a couple of words. And then you just get really high, and then you try and you try and convey that message to the people. And I think... Yeah. We well, can do it. You you can do it. It might end up just being uh, another um, a morning talk show thing because it's it's not a a well fleshed out format but you know it's 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 got it's got something there hey it don't hurt <laughs> give it a shot but i i definitely think you should do something with that i've done things on here where marijuana related and we got sent some uh like marijuana products to try and really? yeah and that, that was that was awesome so we can we tried a bunch and just got really high so we they we just basically did everything that they gave us all within 20 minutes smart move so it it, uh-huh. it, it ended up being kind of funny so it, it sometimes the the less planning you have ends up working out to your advantage <laughs> That's true. And if I just like smoke less weed in my normal time and just make it focused, you know, it's re- the really the only problem with it all is just editing all the footage. Mm. It's just yeah. sitting in front of bullshit and editing footage. It is but tough. I could just fucking do it. I was also I was also almost on Master Chef. What? Yeah. So I'm I'm a pretty good cook. So I almost got on Master Chef and. Uh, I didn't quite make it, but I went through like two months of auditions. I got filmed and stuff. Uh, and so I've been spending a lot of time doing that shit of late. So I should have more time to get all my shit done. Well, you know, you may, you should incorporate that. Make make all of this stuff. Like I, I know you did uh, like cooking with Terry. I definitely saw that. And I think he made an egg. I think that's, I think that's what he uh, made. I, I decided not to at the end. <laughs> Which is great, and I, I think you you should you should do that. Maybe you combine all these ideas. Maybe Terry cooks on weed and incorporates weed in his cooking, and then you've just made all of your ideas into one. Well, that's <laughs> consolidation. I like it. There you go. You 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 streamline your efforts. You put it all into one, and then you have less video editing to do. But, that, you know, I should just get an intern. There you go. I I I feel like I deserve a little like ten percent to be your manager now because I've I've I think I've I've helped your career a lot here. Yeah, you definitely you should you get ten percent of my intern. Boom! Send it my way. I'm I'll be expecting a check in the mail. You can't get a check. A percentage of an intern just be like their arm or something. Okay, well I'll take that too. I I I need some help over here, but yeah. I I, I appreciate you coming on. This was this is great. I I love talking to people like you because you are the strange people that I I enjoy watching. So I and I'm sure you will relate to my audience because they are all weirdos like us. Yeah, and just uh, just we'll do the like the sharing of the informations and uh, keep in touch because we can talk more about how to get our similar stuff uh recognized definitely you can keep talking to me and anytime you have anything that you're you're putting out a new video that you've made for the last like four months or something like that you hop on here and you can you can promote it we can play it if you want i'm sure the people will like it because i do the same type of weird shit you do word yeah maybe next time we'll, we could show your oh uh, yeah that was great that, that is a good one and you didn't get any any trouble for that no like uh copyright bullshit for doing that no. Wow. But uh, that is also a completely 
originally composed song. Yeah, it just sounded so close to the original, like it it did. All we did was modify uh, the the music slightly. So like all the frequency is not within the same range. So it's not technically the same song, even though it has the same song at its roots. God damn! I, I need somebody that can make me some some stuff like that because I I've made some parody songs before, never been able to put them anywhere. Actually, I've been able to put them on like iTunes and stuff like that, which but not yeah. for, not for sale or anything like that. But if you if you do stuff like that, it, it, you can't put it anywhere. It it gets immediately flagged and taken down if it's the exact song bed. They, and then you just yeah. sing different lyrics over it. It gets taken down. But yeah, you have to you have to really adulter the the bass floor of what you're dealing with. Yeah. Especially since I took two different songs and merged them together. Yeah, I think that it helped too. Yeah, because right, it it starts off with the Johnny Cash version, right, and then it merges into the the Nine Inch Nails. And Johnny Cash is my voice. Yeah, oh, I could definitely tell, but it was good. It was definitely, it was solid. And I saw your Instagram pictures because I think you're, you like, you superimposed your lips over the video because, and I guess you green screened it and you had to put some makeup on your lips. Yeah. That, that, oh man, that was fucking hard. That was really hard to do. <laughs> to be able to get all that to work right and the sound to be connected with it because, like, not all of my acting was the best. And I was like, ah, my mouth doesn't look fucking right. You know, it's you just got to work around what you can. That's so awesome. And again, this is a song about a blanket fort. That's Yeah, straight it, up. And it, it is so well done that if you, if you just put that in rotation on like a music video channel or something like that, I don't think anybody's like questioning it. They might question the content of the song and be like, what the fuck is this song about? That's so weird. But if they just saw the music video, they'd be like, oh, this is just one of the wacky music videos that somebody's doing nowadays. It's, it, it is so well done that it's, it makes it funnier. Yeah, I think. And just like with Les Hommes, uh it's good because it was it, like high production value makes things good yep uh, it, it's hard to do and th- and then it's even harder when what you're doing when you have to like write down on paper i'm spending this amount of money on a story about two guys who scissor dickless that it's it's really difficult when you play that back in your head and you're like yeah i'm putting this many hours into that yeah that's what i'm doing but it that's what makes it funny that's that's well, and- and at the time, I was with a video production team uh, that was doing more like normal stuff. And so I did that after DPing two projects. Uh, and then that night, I was acting. Wow. Jesus. So like I was already on a 12-hour day, and then I shot. Then we shot that for like five or six hours. Yeah, that's what you got to do. That's the only way to do it. No one's going to do it for you, so you have to do everything yourself. Before the scissor scene, you better believe we had some beers. <laughs> got to. Yeah, I know. Just to to know that the next scene that you're going to shoot is the one where you look down at his like dickless area and spit on it. That's I would take a shot. That's a Jack yeah. Daniel shot. That's a that's a pretty nasty one. Well, I, I man, I appreciate that this was great. I enjoy talking to you. So seriously, you've carte blanche anytime you want to come back on, just send me a message and we'll set it up anytime. 
Word up. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And uh, if you want more of his shit, thebomb.com.com.com. Or uh, what? What was it? It's uh, T B D C D C D C. I like I like that too. Um, if you catch him on Instagram, it's tits on my balls. Tits on my balls on Instagram. Great, great. And uh, what's your YouTube channel called? Tits on my balls. It's tits on my balls too. Okay, that the, the yeah. YouTube's tits on my balls too. So get him on all of that stuff grab a seriously you might want to grab a tits on my balls t-shirt or something like that because that would be that would be uh they they might get banned so something could happen where you just couldn't get those anymore i could see a news story all of a sudden like a five-year-old wears a tits on my balls shirt to school and then all of a sudden it's a big controversy and no one can wear tits on my balls anymore well, that makes sense. I could start a controversy. You you might want to send a five year old to a school with one of your shirts. Oh man, that'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> it really would be. <laughs> but uh, yeah, grab wait, one. Of the, is this released? What this will be out on Sunday. So, okay. So that's, and um, so thank you everybody for listening. I appreciate it, and thank you again. Tits on my balls, Kevin Masterson. You are a champion, and everybody else, keep your shit together.